Hey guys, welcome to People Who Will Change the World. There's uh, obviously a lot going on in the world. This weekend, we're, we're switching gears and I'm just having Pierce on with me. We're gonna talk about how a Jesus mission is responding to what's happening in Hungary and Romania and in Ukraine. So thank you for watching, let's get started. Today, I have Pierce Westfall here with me. Uh, he is not here, he is in Modesto, California at the Jesus Mission headquarters, but we're excited to come talk to you guys. One, because Pierce, we've been getting a lot of phone calls. Our phones have been blowing up. We've been talking to not only a Jesus Mission people, but to each other a ton, and we've been managing phone calls of people who are intrigued and whether they can go or, or any of that. And so, um, what you should know as the watcher, as the listener, if, however you're seeing this, is a Jesus Mission is in fact responding to this crisis. There's opportunity for us, and so I, want, I wanted to bring Pierce on today and for you to get a little bit of the insight of what a Jesus mission is doing. Um, he will be heading to uh, Romania and Hungary ultimately right at the beginning here in the coming days. Um, and so let's just kind of get to it, Pierce. How are we um, responding initially? Uh, we've been doing a ton of stuff and sharing online, but maybe give a quick little picture of just how a Jesus mission is responding right away. Yeah, well, I mean... To be honest, like there's a lot of people taking money and not a lot of like explanation of like what stuff is yeah, going to, what's which is fine. I'm not trying to breathe skepticism into organizations and stuff, but it is nice to know what impact your money's having. And so that was one of the first things I noticed right out of the gate was when I was looking myself at like what opportunities there were, I was exploring, well, maybe we should just give to something or maybe, maybe there's probably yeah. more qualified people already working on this stuff. But I, I think this is a valuable opportunity for the church to not just give to something, but to understand the impact of what they're giving does when we operate collectively mm -hmm. as a whole, you know, um, not just within our denomination, but even on a more global perspective, you know, and just, just know like, wow, my funds literally helped um, put those beds there or helped feed that family or whatever. And so what we did was we decided, you know, kind of through various people already being on the ground, be it in Hungary or uh, be it like the Silva's coming over from Kosovo, they're in Romania now. We have a family that's in Georgia. We're already near the area of impact. And so we just yeah. realized well, we, we can do something and we can have a very transparent way of also creating like a Facebook group where we can give people live updates from missionaries in the field that can really bring people into also being able to maybe understand a little bit more of the crisis that's happening. And so, yeah. Um, yeah, if you're not a part of that Facebook group, we will, you know, provide a link, <clears throat> the link for that. Link below. Yeah, please um, join that Facebook group because you're going to hear directly from the missionaries. Doug just posted a video from Budapest, the very first refugees coming into Budapest from Ukraine. Um, we got the Silvas who just landed in Romania and they'll be posting videos. They're with refugees right now in that area. And so just stay up to date with that Facebook group. But that's what that's what we're up to right now. We have also one of our board members, uh, Phil Metzger, is uh, a part of Calvary Chapel San Diego. Uh, he was a missionary in Hungary for 20 years, so he is already on the ground. He went Monday and arrived, and so and then with him also is um, Abby and Barna. They live in Budapest, and our, their church is working on some response. And then Doug and Marchi are there working on some response. There's a, there's a, there's a lot of people that are a Jesus mission, like people or partners that we've had for a lot of years that, that are really snapping to action here. So that's, 
I'm proud to be a part of a group that can respond so quickly to a need like this. So I'm excited. Yeah. Um, I think Pierce, one of the things that's been happening, uh, I had a call this morning, you've had a couple calls, I think this morning already with people who are going, how do we get involved? Churches that are messaging us saying, we know you guys have some connections there. How do we start? Uh, let's go down kind of like an FAQ. How can they help immediately? First thing they can do. I think, I, <clears throat> I think mean, everyone's going to know the answer to this one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. It's it, finances. It really is. Finances are by far yeah. the number one way we can help. Um, <clears throat> Jordan and Jenny Silva are in Romania right now. They just got to a church that has uh, refugees there. They don't even have a place to put these refugees. They don't have a place to lay their heads. So it's it's hard floors in a church. That's what we have right now. And Jordan was telling me as he was just talking to the local Romanians that there really is a lack of a response to this crisis. Like it's caught so many people off guard. Russians have also blocked off some of the ways to get to the border in Poland. And so, you know, a more wealthy area that has more affluence to maybe help these refugees is maybe more prepared. Less refugees are going through that area now. There's some, um, you know, conflicts that we've heard arising at the Hungarian border from yeah. our people on the field there. And so a lot of people now going to Romania, which probably would have been the last option of the neighboring countries, but they're making their way to Romania to now find to flee. And so they're not ready for it. And so Jordan was telling me there, there are churches trying to help these refugees. They're trying to get something set up, but they lack the funding. They don't have the affluence to even create dorms and spaces for these people to stay. So Tuesday, we're hoping um, to partner with a church out there. It'll be the first one that we partner with. We're looking to have $15,000 in our hand to basically buy a hundred beds that would just be ready for the refugees that are already there, but just yeah. to give them a little spot that would have like the bedding, it would have the mattress, it would have little, you know, toiletries. toiletries yeah, that. exactly. And so that's the very first uh, impact. That's the first stop that we want to get there, help to renovate that church and get that set up. I just had that call with Jordan this morning. So that'd probably be the yeah. first impact that we would really have significantly on the ground with the situation. But money's going to awesome. be how people can help. Yeah. That's the reality is coming from America, like it's finances. So um, there's also a food shortage. A lot of people mm -hmm. don't realize from the States that, you know, right now in that area of Romania, um, Jordan just heard from a church out there that like there's a food shortage even on the Romanian side of the border where they have mm -hmm. to drive two hours into town just to load up a truck full of food to bring it back for the refugees because all of the stores even on the Romanian side are out of um, groceries which is crazy empty shelves everywhere wow let's talk about uh, let's talk next then about uh, how people can get involved because that's been one of the other frequently asked questions is aside from money um, how can people just start? We've had conversations with people willing to get on a plane right now. Um, that's not going to be necessarily possible for some people, but for some it will be. And so uh, I think one of the things we're going to do is as we are assessing kind of these needs and our team on the ground is assessing these needs, we're going to actually, uh, in that Facebook group you mentioned earlier, Pierce, we're going to put a link to a form where you can just go in and put the, the basic things, your name, your information, when you could depart, uh, you know, like what skills you have, what languages you speak. And we're going to start connecting some dots as we and our team understand the needs more. Um, I know Phil is gathering information and Doug and Marchie are gathering information and uh, Silva's are gathering information. We're, we're putting together a pretty collective grouping of going, okay, let's take a picture and let's 
send help where it needs. So yeah. um, we'll put that link in the group the moment it's live uh, and you can go on there and just, if you're interested in getting on a plane and going or bringing a small team, I think smaller teams will be more effective in the long run uh, based off of what we've seen because you know, there's going to be a lack of vans and a lack of <laughs> and vans that are available. They're going to be used to run food. And so like people, small teams that can get in a car, you know, a little five person car and jet around will be probably more useful than not. We'll bring that information as it becomes like available to us, but we'll put a spot for you to connect with us and, uh, and then we'll connect you maybe even with a local church. You won't even necessarily come with the Jesus mission. We'll just be like, go to this church in this city. We, Here's the guy's name, go meet him. Like that's the kind of stuff yeah. we will be able to do here pretty quick. Um, a lot of organizations talk about this transparency thing. Like we, we are using the money and putting it into aid and relief and, and beds and things like that. How, how can people see, uh, I guess the answer is that Facebook group again, how can people see the result of what they're giving to through a Jesus mission um, as we yeah. deploy that? Do, maybe tell, just give them kind of a thought of how we're gonna be clear with that and how we're going to be involving them. Um, one of the ways is going to be through video communication. Like if your church is partnering with us or something, we're going to be sending you videos that you can show at your church or post on your social media. But what are other yeah. ways that people will know like, okay, I'm giving to some place <laughs> that is of value. Yeah, absolutely. You know, the Facebook group is going to be huge. Um, I think that's just because it's going to be in the moment updates from the people in the field as it's happening. Mm -hmm. like you're going, you're going to see the beds being put together. You know, you're going to see the food runs. You're going to be able to see video from people. They'll probably be low quality, just selfie style videos. Like, hey, we're picking up a van full of groceries right now, taking it back to the yeah. um, a church near the border or whatever. But that's going to be the number one way that you can just get up to date um, live info on what it's going towards. Um, Obviously, we will. If you're a church, we'll be in touch with with them, and we'll make videos for you guys. But um, yeah. it's all going towards aid. And right now, yeah. we just know that we couldn't raise enough money to cover. We couldn't raise enough money to possibly even bring a, a little bit of relief out there. Like it's ridiculous how far the world is behind on just even responding to this crisis. So, there, yeah. I read in a release this morning. They're expecting a, at least at minimum a million refugees to cross into surrounding Poland, Slovakia, Romania, and Hungary in the coming weeks. That's a well, lot of people with no beds. That was, it's already past 600,000. They're expecting a million within the next day or two at this point, wow. total having crossed over. The latest Man. I just heard as of yesterday was they're expecting 5 million within the coming weeks. Man. So and, yeah, uh, it's, imagine it's three of the Portland metro areas arriving at your doorstep with nowhere to sleep three entire Portland, yeah. the city of Portland, three times over arriving with no place to go. That's the, that's the size. And it's going to be dispersed amongst those border countries, but there's so much opportunity. Um, that's where, again, you said, you said it right. We could, we'll build those hundred beds and they'll be full in 10 minutes. And we can yep. build, put another 15 grand into another building and build a hundred beds there and they'll be full in 10 minutes. Like the, the need is not going to stop. Um, Pierce, talk to me for a second and talk to these guys. Um, in my mind, we're kind of dividing labor like this. I will be going back and forth to Hungary and Romania and some of these places to be with our missionaries, to, to help capture what's going on and to, to be of aid where I can. But mostly my role is going to be kind of coming around and sharing what's going on and bringing kind of the information back here to America. We've kind of sent, we're sending Pierce and Diana and your entire family to uh, Europe. Talk about your timeline, talk about um, uh, one of the questions people ask immediately when I've told them that you're going, they go, they're taking their girls. Are they not afraid of like what that's gonna, 
they're going to take their girls to the front lines of a war zone. Talk about why uh, your family is going and what your timeline might look like. Because to a Jesus mission, Pierce will kind of be our like um, spearheading the 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 information once he gets to the ground over there on on Monday or Tuesday. Yeah, well, hopefully I'm not also spearheading it, but I'll make sure other people are coming to you, and I'll spearheading I'll be, is the wrong word. I'll be directing it. You know, I'll make sure people are active and keep yeah. those updates coming. But yeah, yeah, I I think from the family perspective, it's really like simple to us. This isn't any different than anything else the Lord has called us to. We prayerfully asked God if this was something we were supposed to do. There was a few different ways that we wanted to like the Lord to affirm that, and um. One was we wanted to have an AGM-like need. Like, we're called to a Jesus mission. We wanted to know that there was someone else from a Jesus mission that was engaged in the crisis or felt a yeah. similar calling, and we would we would link up with them and then start to maybe spearhead it with them. In this case, the Lord answered that need through the Silvas. The Silvas got in yeah. touch with us, and that was a huge affirmation to me. It was like, okay, if the Silvas are going from Kosovo, we're on our way. I was we're waiting going. for that. <laughs> yeah, the other was uh, financial. It was like, well, we, we need to be able to, like, also survive as our family to afford doing this and we don't want to impact uh, you know as much as we can avoid like the cop what we're even fundraising we want that to go straight towards like aid and so what we uh, this is going to sound so ridiculous but <laughs> the other day i had literally bought a crypto um that had gone up 40 percent in a day i prayed and i literally said lord this will be how i can help fund what uh, my family to get over there and it, it literally went up 40 percent wow. it's not a joke and the lord i was like okay lord you're providing financially and the last was we needed our family to be on the same page you know like my girls specifically and so Faye and Ember they're nine and six and so we sat down with them and we just turned on the news and we said Faye Ember this is these are the refugees we're talking about my wife was actually talking to them about World War One and World War Two a couple weeks ago and so when we talked to them just about a war breaking out mm. between Russia and Ukraine, they had already hit this concept of like, what's a draft? What's what's war? How does that devastate families and land? Um, what's God's heart on the matter? You know. And so we sat down with them on our bed and we turned on the news and we said, hey, this is what's going on in the world. Um, they could, as soon as we turned on the news, it was refugees talking about their experience, crying, mm. explaining how they had to leave their you know, husband or their dads back there and they don't know if they'll see them again. And their immediate response is looking at me going like, well, what if that ever happened to you? No, how would we feel if we lost our dad or our, you know, our dad had to go to war? And so they asked me before I'd even floated the idea of going out there towards the border. They said, how could we help? Could, could we go? And Faye then looks at me. She's our nine-year-old. She says, I've been saving my piggy bank for two years. Could, I could just empty it and start over you know I, I could save more later could I just take that and give it to them and I wasn't about to explain to my kid the economics of flying a family over just to give a piggy bank away you know to me it's like I will fly my family over so she can empty her piggy bank and understand that that is yeah. the gospel to empty yeah. everything that you have you know for the sake of another and so the Lord affirmed this through a few different ways and so now our hope is to go out there it's ideally we would find a place near the border of great need where people could even, we have connections to get aid passes to even potentially go into Ukraine, where we could send people in to help maybe even get refugees out of Ukraine, because a lot of them are walking. Um, ideally, we could do food runs, you know, two or three hours into Romania to bring them back to the border, help refugees. We could yeah. help set up base camps, you know, for refugees with bedding and whatnot. And at that point, 
you know, if the need is great, we could even, as you alluded to earlier, Andy, we could start to bring out some of these people that have volunteered. You know, if there's a need for them, we certainly will be in touch yeah. with your hands. So that's basically that's awesome. the plan right now. Yep, Jordan that's and amazing. Jenny Silva, already on the ground, already scouting out some places, already in contact with Romanian officials. Um, it's exciting stuff. We'll see what the that Lord is. does. And maybe so I would just you say you guys will fly to Budapest or Romania first. Where is your first plan of attack I, here? I think Budapest probably makes the most sense is what we're looking at right now, but we're booking them last second anyway. So at this point, it's yeah. just like, well, we'll decide, you know, that <laughs> we're kind of letting Jordan and Jenny figure out really what, where's the most, you know, where can we have the most impact yeah. right out of the gate? Um, but it looks like Budapest will be the first spot we, we step into. That's awesome. Timeline. Tell them if you guys are coming home in a week or what your plan is. Yeah, plan is to leave Monday. As of right now, we have some missionaries um, that served in Cyprus that are coming down to Modesto right now. So we're going to be with them this weekend. Um, but Monday they fly out. We would fly out as, at that point to Budapest. The plan as of right now is to go for two or three weeks. And that's flexible. I mean, the thing is, we're, we're gonna just book a one-way ticket and see what the Lord does. If, if, if there's not a need to be there beyond that or some larger organizations even start to step in or something, then maybe maybe the time for us is just to come back, you know, and focus on yeah. other things. But also simultaneously, if the Lord says, no, you're gonna be here a long time, you know, we're ready to just uh, yeah. bunker down and help facilitate however need be, so yeah. We have a lot of really cool partners that I just want to connect the dots with here. Obviously, uh, Phil is in from Calvary, San Diego. He was a missionary there for 20 years. He's over there now. We have uh, a partner called EEM, Eastern European Mission. They distribute Bibles. and They are a huge Bible distribution uh, in Ukraine already. And so we're going to be, I'm meeting with them tonight to talk about getting any aid that we help provide. We'll have pallets of Bibles in Ukrainian just ready to distribute to people. Um, European Freedom Network is uh, one of our missionaries. The family's in a Jesus mission that lives in Germany. She's a part of the European Freedom Network. They actually fight against and work really hard against sex trafficking. And it sounds like there's a lot of that that's happening right at the border there. And so there's a high awareness to how um, people as they cross with their passports, all these things like yeah. that. The European Freedom Network is really focused on making sure people actually are safe once they cross. They don't leave one tragedy to, to end up in another. And so we're really excited about those kind of partnerships. Um, but immediately right now, if you want to do this, go to a jesusmission.org slash Ukraine and give. Um, that financial like gift is going to help push, just push. We're just gonna help keep pushing, whether it's building beds or moving people to the right spot or renting a van to distribute food, any of those needs as they're assessed, we're gonna, we're gonna meet them. Um, uh, Doug just sent a video to our group uh, that will probably be on the Facebook here shortly, but he's he met up with some, I, I believe there were Nigerian guys that just got into Budapest from Ukraine and they, they were all smiling, they, they seem in good spirits, but they, they came with nothing. And so they said that they had walked for or, or traveled for five or six days sleeping on the ground and having no food for those entire six days till they got into Hungary. And so um, there's a wealth of opportunity for us to share the gospel, like you said. So yeah. Um, uh, go join that Facebook group. The link is going to be directly below. We'll probably post this on, probably post this in the Facebook group also, but um, go 
join the Facebook group because that is going to be a quick and easy response to seeing anybody who's a part of Jesus Mission or touched to it. Um, we're sharing some of our partners like posts and stuff like that in there um, at jesusmission.org slash Ukraine to give. Uh, all of that money is just going into one mega fund that we're going to just keep working with this until until the Lord says we're done. So, um, Pierce, yeah. any last thoughts for these guys before we let them go? But uh, yeah, I do. I, I would say the the hope is the gospel at the end of the day. Mm -hmm. Like all of this aid, even it's an avenue to the gospel. And the early church, like they responded to many present needs. Even early Acts, you see this food distribution thing being set up. You know, for the widows, and it's it's yep. like from the earliest moments, the church was actually known for responding in crisis. And yeah, that was an avenue for a long time, and is to this present day that the the word of God flourishes and the gospel goes out. And so that's our hope and our ultimate um, prayer in this. And so. We want to meet present need and we, you know, physically, but we want, also want to meet spiritual need. And so just pray for that. Earnestly yeah. pray for the souls um, out there. And I'd also share specifically that our goal is to leave Monday with $50,000. That is, we could use that next week. We literally yeah. have the places that we could put to work $50,000 next week. Ideally, we would hit more than a hundred, um, but we're hoping to leave Monday with $50,000. So please don't uh, diminish the impact that you can have. You know, yeah. 500 people gave, what, $100? Like, we'd, we'd be at the, that goal in a heartbeat. You can't sacrifice even, you know, a tenth of what these people have just had taken from them. And so I, you know, ask you to please earnestly pray about what the Lord is asking you to give in this time to help um, these people yeah. around the world. So good. Thank you, Pierce. Thanks for taking the time to get on here. We will be bringing you updates again as we go. Uh, anything that we see that's of note or any opportunity or anything, even that God is doing and just the way that he's providing, we're going to be telling you about it. So um, until next time, uh, we might or might not post one of these episodes next week, just depending on who all is moving where and doing what. Um, but we wanted to use this little moment to just bring you that update. So uh, thank you, Pierce, for taking the time before you get going there. Uh, thank you for watching. Subscribe to this on YouTube or, and follow uh, the, the group and Facebook page, all of that stuff, um, because there's going to be a lot going on. I'm sure you guys, when you get there, and we'll give everybody the login to a Jesus Mission, not everybody, all of the people on the ground to log into a Jesus Mission's Instagram so they can maybe even start doing stories and telling you what's going on. So a G at a Jesus Mission is how you can follow up there. So until next time, thanks so much for, there you go, that's how you get it in there. Thanks so much for being a part of a Jesus Mission alongside us, and we'll, uh, we'll talk to you soon. Thanks, Pierce. Thanks, guys.